Welcome to today's podcast. Before I begin the podcast, I have a bit of an update. Because my system had some issues, I had to record this podcast over Microsoft Teams and hence you will experience some volume drops and some issues with audio. I apologize for that. Hopefully, the next time I won't face any issues and I will be able to resume normal services. So with that out of the way, let's begin. Is this on? Hello all. Welcome to another episode of Is This On podcast. I'm your host Karthi. In today's podcast, I have a very interesting and influential guy, an upcoming music artist and uh, a music producer as well, I guess. He is not only a good friend of mine, but also my colleague not only he is a brilliant and smart worker he is also a very creative person so just so that we know the kind of person he is let me give a bit of an elaborative info about him his name is ishwar subramanian he has been an ambient music producer for almost 5 years and his work has been extensively used as background music for various meditation apps and for various high level dignitary functions Recently his work was chosen by the British Council of India in collaboration with DJ Collective Co and Co featured his track as part of the South Asian Heritage Month This mix was released as part of the Indian Independence Day celebration by the British Council He has also been recognized and covered by various news media such as Rolling Stone India New Indian Express and that took quite extensively Ishwar has produced over 300 records over the past 5 years and released 3 albums Ambient Hamlet Polar Drift and Across the River His work Ambient Hamlet has been featured on the Stasis Report playlist by Mark Weidenbaum a noted ambient music critic and author of selected works of FX Twin His recent release Random Hughes is also been receiving a lot of praise from a lot of people. So I think you understand the kind of person I have with me here. Welcome to my podcast, Ishwar. Uh, thank you, Karthi, for uh, those kind words, and uh, I'm happy to be uh, part of this podcast today, and look forward to having a discussion with you. Great, Ishwar. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time and uh, being here with me. So uh Ishwar so let's begin right so um can you just like share how did your this music journey begin how did how did it all begin right where did it start yeah so i have uh, uh, so i had my earliest uh, music lessons when uh, i was perhaps uh, 10 or 12 uh, that is about uh, you know being from a Uh, typical uh, upper middle class uh, tamar family you know we it was a kind of a rite of passage that you you enroll in a carnatic music class and yeah. uh, take up some music lessons uh, <laughs> and uh, that is how i got initiated into music so i learned uh, some basic carnatic and um, then after that uh, you know the, i was exposed to different competitions and in, in you know in, in music you know predominantly around vocal uh, music and um, slowly you know it, the, the the interest kind of caught on to me and uh, you know around the time that 
you know, around the late uh, 90, around 93, 94, that was when, uh, like, you know, A.R. Rahman, you know, the, the, the genius music producer and composer, oh. uh, you know, he had made his uh, inroads into, uh, into Tamil cinema and uh, his music had kind of really attracted uh, me towards pursuing music as a career perhaps and then I, I, I tried to start taking music seriously to the point of uh, you know almost plunking my uh, ninth standard exams and then I was like I then I had to kind of put my music education <laughs> back burner and uh, focus more on the education because my parents got got worried silly that you know this guy if he, if he just goes on goes down this path uh, he's not really going to make much of himself. So I went about. Uh, so I went about uh, doing the the road thing of you know doing your degree and uh, uh, and then they went uh, went to Banaras and, uh, and did uh, post graduation in genetics and um, and uh, it was during these times that uh, you know while while I was doing my degree uh, in Coimbatore and in biotech and. Uh, again, the genetics degree in postgraduate degree in uh, Banaras University. Uh, I was again exposed to a lot of the the music culture in in both these places, right? So we used to have these college bands and uh, um, uh, college music festivals. So I used to kind of actively participate in in those activities more as a more uh, as a singer. Uh, but then it was again. Uh, yeah, uh, it was, it was again, yeah, so yeah, I, I, I used to initially start with singing, so I used to do a bit of singing, not that it, it's been very great, but uh, I used to do a bit of singing, and um, I used to, we used to have a, a small, you know, makeshift band uh, where uh, it would be me and another uh, colleague of mine, you know, we would improvise beats and then kind of develop some medley and stuff like that. And um, uh, th that was it. But it was uh, it was more of a touch and go kind of thing. It, it was not very consistent. So, but then after the after my uh, after my uh, postgraduate degree, uh, again, you know, I spent some time abroad in Hungary and uh, for a post for a pre-doctoral fellowship. And there, again, you know, I kind of worked with uh, some of my classmates there who were from Turkey and uh, Estonia and all these places. And we uh, we kind of did uh, a, a, a Beatles show there, wherein we, uh -huh. we just got, uh, um, uh, we just picked up some be songs of the Beatles and uh, we tried to improvise them. And uh, uh, for, for want of a better person, I was roped in to sing the Beatles songs and then, um, we did have our colleagues uh, and students, you know, I mean, my, my, my classmates basically, who were uh, basically playing the darbuka, which is a Turkish uh, drum instrument, and uh, the guitar, and um, a couple of these instruments. And we, we did uh, a show there, um, more for that institute that I was working at. But then after that, uh, after that, I, I, I came back and then I got into the road of getting into a job and uh, mm -hmm. moved to Chennai after I came back from Hungary and uh, joined Frost and Sullivan where uh, again, you know, the because being being Madras, I was like, uh, uh, again, you know, drawn to this idea of uh, pursuing music in the music capital, right? right. And uh, of course, at that time, I, I was never, 
into instrumental and all that. Again, the idea was to pursue vocals. So uh, fortunately for, for me, uh, my um, my mother's grand my, my maternal side grandmother and uh, Bombay uh, the reputed Carnatic singer Bombay Jayashree's uh, mother uh, had been you know close. Uh, close friends during their olden times and so uh, it so happened wow. that uh, by way of a family connection uh, I, I had reached out uh, we had reached uh, my parents and I we had kind of reached out to them and uh, uh, and uh, Bombay Jashree's uh, brother uh, and uncle you know agreed to kind of give me some training on classical music so mm-hmm. I, I kind of spent a brief time with them trying to learn uh, some kirtanams and uh, trying to learn some, uh, you know, kind of bring in some finesse in the in the vocal side. Uh, but then, you know, reality kind of caught up soon, and you obviously had to. Uh, I, I had to make uh, a shift to Bangalore for some personal reasons. Uh, and uh, while I was here, I, you know, I, uh, I couldn't really pursue music as much, and it was it was more. Uh, um, it, it, it was more a, a time pass kind of thing, right? I mean, it was something I was right. doing without without really putting in too much of a focus around the whole thing, right? And yeah. uh, it things were kind of going around like this. And then uh, while when I joined HP, then I, I kind of joined HP and uh, uh, in, in 2010. And uh, when I was, you know, doing the work there and getting used to the thing. There was this, we had this, uh, I'm sure you're aware, you know, we had this, uh, you know, office fest called Esprit, right? And right. one of the one of the things that, uh, uh, you know, was one of the tasks that we actually had was to create a, a jingle for, a, for, for every team that kind of came out in, in, okay. in participated in Esprit, right? And uh, somehow, uh, as one friend of mine, uh, he he just uh, randomly threw up my name uh, to uh, <laughs> other colleagues. He's saying that, hey, you know okay. what? This guy does music and all that. So, so why don't you? So, uh, so was it was it like him. they were trying to they were trying to pull your leg, or was it like they really uh, this guy does something? Yeah, I mean, I I think it was a it was a it was a random thing, right? Uh, Because you know they tried to bring in somebody. That guy said, "Hey, I couldn't, I I don't know how to go about all this, but I know this. I know that this guy who's in my team, he can make some music or he he does some singing. So why not?" So that was the first time I was like really put on a spot because uh, you know office being office, you know you cannot really back out, and it kind of becomes a uh, a tough call, right? So I, I had to somehow conjure up some kind of a tune in some way, and uh, that was the first. And at that time, actually, at my at my house, I still have it. I my dad had brought me a Yamaha PSR 740 keyboard uh, from okay. Dubai, you know, way back in uh, 98, 99, and um, so I had a keyboard with me, and it was basically lying around, and I used to, you know, randomly play something on it, and it was like, it, and there was never real utility there towards music, and um, and then it started, and I decided to enroll myself for piano classes, so. Oh, okay. um, just about two blocks away from my house, uh, there's this uh, there's this piano uh, school where I enrolled myself, and uh, I did attend uh, classes for about um, about uh, two three years. Okay. Uh, I tried to learn lessons, and I mean I learned the chords and uh, 
you know the uh, the scales and, and more on the western notation right so i learned learn the piano and, and the, predominantly the keyboard i started playing uh, a bit and tried to get my ropes around it and um, you know as with life you know shit always happens right <laughs> it's, it's right. never it's never this so Uh, in the meanwhile uh, again um, as i was doing this of course in between i got married and then there was a bit of a uh, it, it kind of got into a mess so um, i had kind of left it for some time and when things had kind of uh, gotten a little hard i kind of felt that uh, I, i realized that i should go back to the piano class and uh, kind of get a hold of myself but then i realized that i am not really progressing much on the lessons either because it's like right. i'm almost playing the same lesson over and over again <laughs> and uh, it's not really getting yeah. me anywhere and then i was like hey, come on uh, but i still wanted to do music and i felt maybe you know a lot of beauty comes from the imperfection that we have i mean what we think is an imperfection in one area you know right. becomes uh, Per, totally perfect for another area and uh, that was the observation i had right i mean with traditional western classical music and with uh, you know the traditional form of uh, uh, piano playing and all of that uh, you see the, the, there is a there is a certain technique that has to be applied right and mm-hmm. you need to be uh, you need to be very proper in the way you play and uh, how you design how how you uh, express the 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 notes and all of that and uh, while i was doing this one of the other uh, things that kind of hit me was that um, and and this kind of hit me because i used to also watch a lot of uh, uh, as i was learning these piano classes i used to watch a lot of these uh, interviews by hans zimmer and ar rahman and all of these big luminaries right and they would uh, right. they would basically talk a lot about how about their creative process basically and uh, that kind of uh, and one of the things you know that really struck me was um, you know what hans zimmer basically told in one of his interviews right i mean he doesn't claim to be a trained musician himself and he said the idea of music or anything uh, of of playing on the piano is the word play which means that you basically should have have fun when you do play on the piano right it's not about being right it's about having fun while you do it and it's about creating something okay. and uh, and the second aspect that i kind of had uh, kind of got to me was that uh, i mean all the music that we learn to play in the traditional um, you know piano setting is uh, and that was about the time when i uh, used to also look at how Uh, you know all of these in these interviews they would also talk a lot about these uh, about how they produce music right and um it kind of i was kind of amazed by the kind of software they would use for this music production and all of that i mean a lot of these uh, fancy colors you see on their uh, on their studio screens and uh, the way they keep playing things and orchestrating and all of that and it, it all sounded super fun right i mean you just have a computer and you have the entire studio inside it and i was like really fascinated by the tech around that and i thought hey you know what i should instead of spending my time trying to uh, become a, a so called uh, pianist or a concert pianist or something like that you know which right. ideally uh, would have taken ages to go, to you know go on i i decided to go and uh, do a music production course and uh, uh, so i went to um, the school where uh, 
all of these softwares are preloaded with uh, with sound samples, right? right? So you have uh, you have sounds of a violin, you have sounds of the entire orchestra that's available there for you. You have the sounds of the piano, you have uh, electronic beat sounds, you have right. you also have something called loops, right? So loops are basically so small so sections, this, yeah. Uh, so so this is like uh, what uh, Apple ships along with their Mac uh, laptops. Right? Yeah. So, so garage band. So yeah. So so garage band is the is the basic version that uh, of uh, what is called of the professional version called Logic Pro 10, which is purely oh. for Apple. Right, and uh, you have similar kinds of software which can run on Windows. There is there is a Reason, there is Reaper, there is a, um, there is uh, Ableton Live, um, and then you have Cubase. Uh, there are n number of music softwares out there, and uh, there are a lot of them which are free also to use. Right, you don't really okay. need to pay anything to get it. But then again, so, so the, I think I think we have we have digressed a little bit off the course. So you were uh, you were just talking about you were uh, uh, you were like you change your focus towards uh, um, uh, towards the music production, yeah, music production exactly. Well, I think this would be a good place to stop for now. This concludes part one of my discussion with Ishwar about his journey into the world of music his experiences he learned over the years of how to make music and how he came into this emerging new technology involved in music production. In the second part, we will be hearing more from Ishwar about his trust with the ambient music genre, his thoughts on whether it could be a new career path for the young and discuss much more. I thank Anchor.fm for providing a wonderful podcast platform to host some really amazing podcasts, including mine. I would like to thank Ishwar for lending this wonderful tunes called Window Paints as background music for this podcast. Don't forget to check out my other podcast at anchor.fm forward slash Karthi. Until next time, stay tuned, stay safe, catch you in the next one.